0: Hello Brampton Library listeners, this is Latifa and I'm taking over the intros and outros to this podcast. This is Brampton Library Stories, exploring life beyond the shelves. Join us as we discuss the moments that define your library experience. You won't find these stories in a book. In today's episode we'll be speaking with a relatively new branch librarian ben um, from our new springdale branch talking to him about his experiences as a new
1: librarian in our episode known as new branch who dis also he's going to be telling us about some very exciting other duties as assigned and you'll only understand why that's hilarious if you listen to the episode stay tuned Ben is a librarian at Springdale branch branch librarian um when we opened the branch how long into the role were you like you were I feel like you were fairly new to the team
2: I think I was I was well I know I was hired with the intent of of being the branch librarian Yeah, you were
1: destined if you will
2: yeah Yeah. destined yeah (laughs) um but I think that I I arrived maybe four months before the branch opened
1: nice so fresh pretty fresh pretty fresh and then and yeah. then jumping into a fresh branch yeah what was that like
2: um, it was really exciting. Yeah. Right? Like the branch is new. It's beautiful.
1: Have you ever opened a new library branch before or no, done something similar? No,
2: and that was actually a lot of the appeal of, of the position. Okay. So I came from uh, Alberta mm-hmm. for this position. Oh, and wow. One of the reasons why is because it was this new branch. Yeah, right? yeah. And I feel like that would be, and it was, I was right, and it's something that would be really exciting to do.
1: Right. Yeah.
2: So very cool. And one of the things that I think is is especially cool is when you have, you, we have this. Space. Mm-hmm. We worked out of the space for about a month before it was open for the public. Right. So we were we were in the space already working it and getting to know it. Sure. But when you have an open space like this, I always say that libraries provide access to resources. And one of the resources that we provide is space. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just one. having these beautiful spaces that people can come in and, and do whatever they want. With. Yeah. Study. Um, yep. Yeah, study or read or relax or you meet just with people. Just it as their then, own a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you never know how people are going to use the space. Right? right, It's almost like it's, it's this organic thing, and we can assume that maybe teens are going to hang out in this spot and mm-hmm. this is going to be a popular study spot. But you have no idea until people come in and and start. I haven't
1: it. thought about that because you don't exactly you don't have the benefit of a, an established branch where people already use yeah. the space in a certain way. Yeah, that's fascinating. So
2: it's designed with some with some things in mind. Yeah,
1: the furniture is placed in a certain way mm-hmm. to encourage studying versus maybe yeah. relaxing.
2: But the areas that we thought were going to be really popular like teen areas or not Interesting. Like they'll never go near them really
1: huh. yeah. and what is your theory why
2: um, well I think it I think it has to do with sight lines
1: uh-huh. to uh-huh. be honest of course it does right yeah.
2: and we have one space if you haven't visited the Springdale branch you mm-hmm. should um, the children's area yeah. it has mm-hmm. this beautiful green carpet it's a couple feet lower than ground level yeah. so it's kind of like sunken in it looks like a magical forest
1: it really it's does cozy. It's, like, yeah. it's like a spring meadow yeah mm-hmm. it's I like
2: it. a spring meadow but there's also this cool skylight that looks like a sci-fi wormhole
1: Exactly. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it Caters to all tastes.
2: It's a beautiful space. It really is. Um, and everybody wants to use it. Oh. Uh-huh. So that's where everybody goes.
1: So teens hang out there as well?
2: Teens hang out there, but also everyone else. So we have uh-huh. these chairs that are clearly designed for a four-year-old to uh-huh. sit in. That's right. Um, and there's a 79-year-old man just hanging uh-huh. out there. Huh. It's so a tricky one. It happens all the time. Yeah. It happens all the time. Well, people go there to Space is so
0: appealing, right? That yeah. everyone wants to partake of the sci-fi wormhole space. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so it's
2: interesting how people are using the space and like what they're doing in certain areas. And and we, we didn't really think that there'd be so much demand for quiet study. Okay. So we have these two really huge multi-purpose rooms that right. we use for programming, which are really great. Yeah. But there's so much demand for quiet study that we always... There's people in there Studying all the time Interesting So that was
1: my question How do you respond Do you respond do you just say you know the space has to adapt? What what, what happens? Well, we are
2: adaptable, right? Like right. that's one of the things that you have to be as if you're in public service, mm-hmm, if you're absolutely. a librarian, you have to be adaptable. Mm-hmm. Um, so we we got extra tables. We loaded all the tables in there, and even though the space wasn't designed as a quiet study space, mm-hmm. uh, we do have this big partition that can close it up. Yeah. Nice. So we just loaded it up with tables and chairs, and it's full almost all the time.
0: Wow. You do I what know. you got to do because and it, it's a tough one because it all in one space. You have to offer story times for kids. Mm-hmm. You have to offer, you know, maybe like an essential oils workshop for seniors. like, mm-hmm. And you want to op- provide all these things to the community. This is why we're here. But then also somewhere in that you have to offer a quiet zone. Yeah. And so how do you do all things simultaneously? Yeah. It's like yeah.
2: everyone has different goals when they yes. come to the library. And we have to try to get everyone to meet those goals. Yep. And it's hard to do. It is. Like, it really it is. It be tricky.
1: I think yeah. it's an ongoing conversation I hear often in libraries, especially public libraries, where it's, We are all things to all people, but on the other hand, how do you do all those things well and can you do all those Mm -hmm. things well or do you really have to commit to one or two or three things Mm
2: -hmm.
1: and hope that the rest of the people can... Yeah. find their place there yeah. don't you know because but I that, think
2: as a shared space where everyone's sharing it together mm-hmm. that's sort of the message I give to everybody if someone's right. complaining that it's too loud we just say like it's a shared space we're sharing that space that person might have different things they want to do than you do right now yeah. Yeah. and we're going to try to accommodate everybody but
0: well and the beauty is it's not permanent either like a kid's story time is only 30 right. minutes maybe so yeah. stick around and, and it will settle down it will
1: get quiet mm-hmm. it's a good reminder though because I think the people generally that I hear from Um, And even maybe, you know, this is the general assumption, I think, that we've touched on before, um, are the people who are picturing the library as the library... You know the library, the, yeah. the quiet, dark place yeah. that you go. Librarians are always watching, going shh. Right, <laughs> and so I feel like it's it's the people who have this kind of um, assumption about the library or expectation are the ones that generally are going to be um, confused or disappointed. Sure, yeah. um, and it's a nice reminder that in fact our library is a shared space and yeah. it is not just the place you go to study, which yeah. is great when you do. Yeah, but it is a, it's a public place. It's a lively place, yeah. mm-hmm. and we try and
0: encourage
2: that. Like we yeah. want exactly. you to come and enjoy your time. People still uh just think like even all my friends who I talk about libraries at all the time. Yeah. Yep. They're just like, yeah. I don't really read though. It's like, so exactly.
0: Oh, do you watch movies because we have canopy? Yeah. You know? Are do you a,
2: are you a person? Yeah. If exactly. You, person, you can use the library. Yeah. yeah. The library is for you. It's, it's true. Right? Yeah.
1: It, you make a good point, Ben. Where uh, if you, if the people that you talk, as you say, libraries at constantly right. are not even cluing into mm-hmm. this, like, yeah, I think there is this veil of just there's a library filter that people just apply yeah, once sure. you say mm. the word library. Yeah. And yeah. It's very hard to. Bust out of that and just yeah. to yeah. be like, but and, and part
2: of that is good, right? Like we, yeah. w- we, there's this traditional uh, idea of what a library is, yeah. and we want to preserve some of that because we're a trusted institution. We are and absolutely so basically you come for information. Yeah. It's a safe space. Yeah. All those things are like the traditional library, and we're still those. We are, but we're also more. Yeah, and people just don't.
1: Well, so this is the question I'm always asking myself: How could we leverage the assumption? Yeah, or the expectation, and use it to sort of in a not not offend people or confuse people, mm-hmm. but surprise people. It's yeah. it's a challenge, but I think it, it, if done correctly, it could be done really
0: well. well and yeah. we tout this message truly because we want to help, because it's like ultimately it's a great deal. <laughs> like yeah, you max, like it's free stuff. Yeah, and that anybody can use. Like there's something for everybody, mm-hmm. and you know, like why would you not take up this free?
2: Deal. yeah can we do a little uh library confessional here let's yeah, do, we like can. Wait, a, let's do it dun,
1: dun, dun. <laughs> okay
2: <laughs> I'm a professional librarian like this is my job right my
1: name is Ben and I'm a professional librarian yeah
2: I love podcast world <laughs> um but I don't read books. I can read. I promise, I can read.
1: <laughs> I thought that's what we were going for. But <laughs> somebody
0: picked me up off the floor. Yeah. You know. But
2: I don't actually like. I listen to a ton of audiobooks. Yep. and I consume all sorts of other content. Yep. Yep. Um, but I don't like sit down for three hours at a time on my chair and, and read a book. Like, who's got time for that? With
1: your cardigan? Yeah. I don't it's, do it's
2: that. Twenty nineteen. I do have a cardigan. again. Oh. Yeah. Okay. But okay. it's twenty like, like, we're, we're busy. You know. <laughs> it's like, true. So I don't. I don't sit there and borrow books from the library. Or no. if I do, I don't read them.
1: Yeah, um, you just do it for show. <laughs> Keep that <laughs> account uh, active.
2: Filling his quota. Yes. <laughs> uh, just for appearances, you know? Yeah, exactly. But I still get a ton of value out of it. There's of course. There's just so much. If I'm not working here at the library, I'm at my local library in right. Cambridge. I just spend all my time there.
0: So what do you do as a library? So you're a librarian and also a library user. So mm-hmm. what are some of the ways that you use your local so library? So
2: I use the makerspaces. Ah. Right. Okay,
1: nobody be shocked. I know, yeah. right? Hold on to your yeah.
2: So I use the laser cutter. Yeah, I use all the tools that they have there. Uh, but sometimes I just go and drink coffee and look at birds out the window. I just said I didn't. Just categorically
1: to do that ignore the book. books. <laughs> <laughs> I'm <laughs> gonna sit here and stare right. at the birds. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah so I use yeah. I use the spaces. I use the other resources. There's yep. so much that you can do.
1: Well, and I think that's that's a valuable testimony because it's it, it, exactly as you say. You're a librarian who doesn't borrow books Mm. and yet are a Avid library user—that means something. That means that yeah. because I feel like there's an intimidation factor too. If you tell someone you're a librarian, I feel like they're immediately yeah. waiting for you to ask them like what they're reading or have yeah. they read lately, yeah, yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. Of like <laughs> as if it's like, are, are you maintaining your status as a librarian? Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's
2: like when someone is a dentist and like, do you brush? Exactly. Off? You yeah. really do you floss every day? <laughs> yeah. If someone's a
1: hygienist. You're like, don't look at me. Yeah. yeah. You feel me. so guilty I'm not just by default. conversation. <laughs> it's true, but I think it's really valuable when you hear that a library professional Actually finds more use um, doing non literary mm-hmm. so, so to speak, even though it is a different type of literacy
2: mm-hmm.
1: non book things at the library,
2: but i I kind of get it as well because yeah. when people think about libraries, they think like they're old, they're dusty, mm. you can't talk at all. yeah mm-hmm. you can't even find books because they're like hidden behind this cryptic like cataloging <laughs> yeah, system. Yeah, you have to go use true. a what's a catalog? yeah, yeah.
0: well, and yeah. then you, you get into like, well, how do I use the computer? How do I search for books? Yeah. like I've yeah. had the
1: opposite I've had the opposite too where. Someone I was speaking to at a party was saying that she's very well aware that her local library is brand new and shiny and amazing, and that's exactly why she hasn't gone there yet because it's the opposite. Like she knows what to do in an old school library. Mm. She doesn't know. Interesting. And I know it takes it's it's five seconds, right? Like you think about Mm -hmm. it, you're like, check their website, see if you have to sign up for this or do you have to borrow that or what do you have to do? Yeah. But it's such a big. You know, I feel like in a normal retail space, you know that the currency is the exchange, like the transaction Absolutely. is built in. Yeah. Yeah. In a library, because you don't know, you can you get a little intimidated. Right. By, what, what's my role here?
2: Yeah. What do you want? From yeah, me? yeah, yeah, well, and yeah.
1: And like
0: Ben said, we're busy. Everyone is really busy. So your weekend is probably already jam packed. And so to make time to go and kind of explore and discover yeah. if it's outside of your comfort zone isn't an easy thing to do. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like when I hear stories, Ben, or see you at work at Springdale, you you always seem like you're on the cusp of everything that's new <laughs> at the library, yeah. and like every time I hear what you're doing, I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even know we could do that. It's yeah. it's really cool. So I, I feel like your role is really like innovative, 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 innovative. There you go. <laughs> innovative. innovative way, putting the emphasis on the wrong syllable. It's innovative, yeah. Um,
2: but that's really what we do as as, as a, a library, whole. right? Like, if I think about when I tell people I'm a librarian, they ask me. What I do. Some Mm -hmm. of it is probably what they think. Like Mm -hmm. the other day I helped a grade three student find a bunch of books on spiders, for example. Nice. Like that's a thing we do. That's a thing we're always gonna do. Mm Yeah. Um, but sometimes we're helping people like 3D model a wheel for a a rat rod, or we're helping someone digitize like their wedding video from nineteen eighty four, or maybe their much prized uh copy of Return of Jafar Aladdin (gasps) Two.
1: Those are hard to find, I think. I will have you know. So
2: We do so many different things that it's hard to really like nail down.
1: But I think it speaks to uh, what Alana's saying. I think I I see it as well, where it it depends on the person doing the job, Mm -hmm. where you're open to being innovative. You're open to having someone come up to you and ask you how to do something, and you will truly consider all their options and give them the coolest way to do that thing.
0: And not be intimidated by tackling this new technology because, like you said, as libraries, we're always trying to offer, you know, the latest technology and new ways of doing things and bring um, this technology into the community. Mm -hmm. But just because it's here in our system, it can still be a little bit intimidating to use, but you're very much hands-on and and willing to take a customer through that journey.
1: And it's easy to get... um, sort of comfortable like you know mm-hmm. I've seen it where it's like oh cool there's now this makerspace there's sweetie printers yeah. and these 3D printers are just producing keychains well, right. all day long like, yeah because cool, stick to what you know right yeah, yeah. You re- I like that you're able to push uh, the boundaries the, the boundaries and, and sort of challenge people and challenge yourself to learn what else is possible with this really cool technology. So for anyone listening uh, to help contextualize, anything you've seen, mostly anything you've seen, come out on our um, social media pages about cool things that have been printed that are really useful in the library it's pretty much <laughs> been print- printing them all. I get the
2: credit for all of them. But, but, but that's one thing that I really care about, right? Is, right. Is, uh, is creativity in any way and just helping people be creative. Right. And that's why we have these tools. Right. Exactly. So uh, if someone comes in and they have an idea, I just want to show them all the possible tools that they could use and all the different ways they could execute this idea.
1: Well, right. so the, it's, it's, it's at once, as we keep saying the word innovative of you, it's, it's very, it's, it's impressive that you're able to do this and in, in this brand new way, but at the same time, it's very librarian of you <laughs> because it's essentially what, what librarians do, right? Like, right. let me give you all the options to answer the thing you need to know.
2: Yeah. Um, and yeah. connect
1: you with the right and we connect, resources. And we connect
2: people to things. And we it. connect people to people, right? It's and fine. to fine solutions
0: too, right? Like, yeah. you know, you need this done, let's show you all the ways that you can accomplish it. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, you want that that's person really cool. walking away having attained not just the thing they came in for, but like the ability to do it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. that's key. So I'm curious uh, to hear about. Um, In the Makerspace, there was, I'm sure you have a ton of stories, but there was the one with the game.
2: Yeah. Okay, so. What's going on with the game? um, One of the things that I do, or that we do as librarians here, is to sort of reach out to people in the community, different groups, different organizations, and and show off the things you can do here. Mm -hmm. So I went to um, a church group on a Saturday morning, and I spoke with all these guys, and they didn't know what 3D printers were. But I brought one with me and I showed them. And I brought some of the things that I made around the branch, like door stops and 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 attachments and connectors and stuff. Um, And I showed it off to them and they were just like blown away by it. And then what was really cool was they came back. I started seeing them like trickle back. Awesome. um, With these projects in mind. So one guy in particular had a game called Hamburger Time. (laughs) And it was.
1: Everyone's childhood (laughs) favorite. Isn't it?
2: Um,
1: Like a board game?
2: It's a board game. It's sort of like a memory game where there's all these tiles, and you have to flip the tiles over, and you have to, like, build a hamburger. So you have to, like, get the buns and get the relish and get the pickles. Uh,
0: This sounds right up my alley. Yeah. Right? (laughs) Do they have vegetarian options?
2: Uh, Well, no, because it was made in the 70s, you know? We're not quite there yet.
0: Okay. But But, I see a business
2: opportunity. Right? Yeah. uh, We'll call it, like... Gluten-free hamburger time. There you go. Yeah. Or something like that. Uh, Sustenance time.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So... He had
2: these, this board game, and he keeps it at his cottage, and he has a four-year-old granddaughter who loves this game. Right? But because it's made in the 70s, you can't buy it anymore. Um, it's impossible to find. So he came in with a game, wanted to replace some of the pieces. So we have these little digital calipers where we could measure out the pieces of the game.
1: See, I didn't know this.
2: Yeah, so you can measure it out to the hundredth of a millimeter,
0: mm-hmm. which is like it's so small. precise, crazy yeah. Accurate. Yeah,
2: um, and we can print fairly accurately too. So yeah. we measured out the pieces, we three D modeled them together, right? Um, which is just so cool. I'm sitting there with a guy who is not not really. Mm-hmm computer inclined i would say well
1: like a, a, what like a month ago he didn't even know what a 3d printer was right
2: and yeah. now he's 3d modeling these pieces for this game awesome he scanned the original uh front of the Box, yeah, and then on the scanner, and then reprinted it, and then nice. made like a handmade box for it. That's awesome. So we made like we remade Hamburger Time.
1: Amazing! Oh, that's um, so cool. So you yeah. print out the little plastic. You print out the little
2: pieces. Yeah, many mm-hmm. um, of them, and then we scanned the top, and he reprinted it. And he made a new box. He actually went to Valley Village and bought a different board game to yeah. use like the board for it. Cool. And then just oh my God. It's so it.
0: resourceful. Yeah. 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 So then,
2: um, if he could have bought Hamburger Time, he probably would. Have, right? Yeah. But you can't. Mm-hmm. But now it's his granddaughter's fourth birthday and he gave her the game. Amazing. That she loves so much that he made here, right? And it's just I so cool it. that he didn't know that any of these things were possible. Yep. Yeah. And then, because of us reaching out to that organization, then they start trickling in with all these different projects. Another guy came in, and he's a photographer, and mm-hmm. he built like a little lens cap. Oh, that's
1: It's the awesome. curse of all
2: photographers losing you, the lens. Yes. On. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's always in pocket so, <laughs> of the blizzard. He made like a little <laughs> exactly. clip that like clips his lens cap on. So
1: cool. Wait, like, I need to know. Can you send me that file? <laughs> yeah, I will.
2: Yeah. Um, and I just think it's so cool that people. There's so many different. 3D printer is a tool. Yeah. And there's so many different. Things you can do with it. Yeah. And sometimes it does print keychains or Fortnite little dudes or something like that. That's fine too, because that has an educational component. right? But I think it's really cool when someone comes in with a, a problem yeah, that they right. want to solve.
1: And you're able a to give them a practical application right. Yeah. Right. with or the 3D like printer. A, some
2: kind of project, and mm-hmm. they're not quite sure what it's going to look like yet. Mm-hmm. And then you sit down with them through the process and figure out, like, here's a bunch of possible solutions. How do you want to do it? Yeah, 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 And then you can use uh, any number of tools in the makerspace to do it.
1: Yeah, I think it's inspiring for me, too, because I don't get to spend that much time in the makerspace as a librarian. And I think it's inspiring to push myself to learn more about the tools because my knowledge is limited. So mm-hmm. even though I may know that this tool could help them, mm-hmm. I may not be able to sit down and give them this full on consult of mm-hmm. here are your solutions. And it makes you yeah. want to be that person. You want to be as helpful as possible. Yeah. Um and I think our customers are really lucky to have that, you yes. know, that, that ability to have this person come help you. Yeah. So well, so fully.
2: And I love seeing the like people's faces. There's a guy that comes in, he had a keyboard mm-hmm. and it had like a built-in music stand and okay. the music stand broke. Huh. You can't buy it anywhere. You're not gonna buy a new keyboard. Mm-hmm. No. So we brought it in and then we're like, we'll just 3D print that piece.
0: That's amazing. But seeing him
2: like walk into the library holding his keyboard. Yeah. Everyone's like looking at him like what's that what guy? guy gonna do? <laughs> and then he walks in and we started measuring stuff and then he ended up with this really cool like, custom so bracket cool. that that's we made. That's so cool.
0: And this is what it's about too, right? Like mm-hmm. this whole podcast series, you've been trying to hammer home that the library is more than just books. And I think that's a perfect example of coming in and solving a problem and, and speaking with, with staff who really are experts in being resourceful and solving problems. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, so there's a project that I'm really proud of that we're yeah. working on now that I think demonstrates what you can do with your 3D printer.
0: Which,
1: which is?
2: So it's um, it's called the Turtle Project mm-hmm. unofficially. I we
1: really could probably think project. of a better name. Uh, are they snap, snapping turtles?
2: They are also painted turtles.
1: Painted turtles.
2: But anyway, so Ancient snapping ladies, turtles.
1: These snapping. Okay, I'll, I'll get there. <laughs> will get Leave back your to comments you. below yeah. if you have any ideas.
2: <laughs> so, um, Hart Lake is a is a beautiful conservation area. That's not that We far heart away. turtles. There you go. Okay.
1: I'll get there. Okay. I
2: like it. Yeah. So Heart Lake is not that far from us, but even closer to Springdale. Right. And it houses, or it's a home of all sorts of our amphibian friends, Mm -hmm. including snapping turtles and painted turtles. Um, and it's turtle nesting season and they like to nest in sort of like loose gravelly ground (laughs) because when the eggs hatch, the turtles can get out.
1: Ooh. They've got like traction.
2: Yeah, but it's problematic because if you think about loose, gravelly ground...
1: You think of driveways. You
2: find it beside the road. Or our construction zones. Yeah, yeah. So we're having a problem with, um, I should say the turtles are having a problem with trying to get to this gravel on the side of the road while those cars driving by. Snapping turtles and painted turtles are not endangered and not threatened, but they're uh, as a species of concern,
1: mm-hmm. right?
2: So they're they're sort of at risk of, of being so. Yeah. Um, well,
1: especially if they're this reckless. I mean. Yeah,
2: wild, right? <laughs> on the edge. But mean, they have small turtle brains, so they might not know what's going on totally. with these cars coming totally. by. So what we're doing is in partnership with uh, Toronto Region Conservation Authority. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, you can borrow Toronto Region Conservation Authority passes and go to it's the true. conservation parks. Nice plug.
1: This is that, very exciting. It is, right. and a
2: lot of people don't know about it.
1: Well, when you don't know what to do on uh, any given weekend. Yeah. Borrow Pass. Yeah. yeah. The park. Enjoy the great outdoors. Yeah. So
2: we're um, 3D printing snapping turtles. They're about 18 inches long. They take about 45 hours to make wow. a snapping turtle in a 3D printer.
1: Wow. One um, full
2: one. One full snapping turtle. Okay. So it's a partnership with um, Toronto Region Conservation Authority and Louise Arbor Secondary School, which right. is a school that's right across the street from uh, the branch that I work yeah. at. So we had some science students come in. We sat down on the computers and talked about how to prep the 3D models for printing. Okay. We had to do it a certain way because 18 inches is far too large. You've got to do it in pieces. We to do it in pieces. And there's certain orientation that'll work better if it's you guys can't see how I'm moving my arms right now it's
1: it's very (laughs) animated right
2: so if you lay it flat it might not print properly if you stick it so anyway we uh, met with the students arranged them once the turtles are printed they're going to be sent back to the school who's going to paint them nice and then they're going to lay them out along safe places for turtles to nest. Amazing. So when these female turtles with a belly full of
1: baby turtles. turtle eggs
2: is going to see another turtle over there and say like, hey, maybe that's a safe space.
1: Cool. This is so eggs. cool because yeah. this is what I was, I was following and then I was like, I'm not sure how the... Printed turtles actually communicate to the real turtles, right? Visually, I did not as, know this. as a
2: beautiful model, mm-hmm. and then people lead think by example. Like, yeah, there's yeah. turtles over there. I should go check it out. And then they're going to we're going to place them on safe spaces for them to nest, like on a beach or something, away from the road. Nice. Um, so, as a 3D printing nerd, as a librarian who cares a lot about the relationship with schools yeah, in the yeah. area, and as a as an amateur naturalist, yeah. This is just like the perfect project, right? Yeah, all
1: your worlds have combined. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we
2: get the same turtles. <laughs> yeah, it's so exactly funny. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, saving turtles through the magic of three D printing.
0: I love our jobs. Like sometimes I have to like pinch myself. I'm like, oh my god. Like, do do yeah. I actually get paid to do this? Because I know. it's so yeah. awesome. On
1: the flip side. Sometimes you come home from work and go, what is my life? Not every job is
0: perfect. Right. Uh,
1: yeah. yeah. Not every day can be perfect. And I wonder, Ben, um, has that ever happened to you?
2: Uh, I, yeah. So <laughs> the library is a space for everybody. You can do so many different things with the library. Right, of course. Uh, everyone comes in with different goals.
1: Sky's the limit. Right? Sky's yeah. the limit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
2: Or the ceiling's a limit.
0: Oh, oh but, I wonder where we're going with it. Right.
2: So <laughs> He's
1: approaching a point. <laughs> so we try to,
2: to keep an eye on, on any kind of tomfoolery, but sometimes it slips our grasp.
1: Well, also, it gives you the chance to say the word tomfoolery, right? which is always a good day. At <laughs> I home. like it,
2: yeah. I was also wondering like, if you are one that commits tomfoolery, what are you?
1: You're it's a not tom a joke. Fool. A tom... You're a fool. A Tom, a tom fool. again. A Tom, a tom fool. Fool again. Tom yeah, there Fooler. you go.
2: Mm. Anyway, so occasionally those guys come too. Right. These ne'er-do-wells. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, one day, mm-hmm. it was a tuesday mm-hmm. if i remember correctly
1: that's important
2: right it was late march so just after march break the rush yeah. of march break but before the rush of exams in april
1: so arguably just when you get the chance to relax a little, yeah. little Breathe, let your take guard a deep down yeah. 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 yeah
2: yeah so it's like a cloudy tuesday morning um, <laughs> have you had your coffee yet i had my coffee oh in good. hand actually Ooh. oh yeah, in hand
1: that might be good or bad we're yet to
2: yeah so um I'm walking around. It's about ten thirty-six a.m. Not it's that we were open. like precisely counting or anything, right? Well, I did say about.
0: So <laughs> about exactly. We just opened
2: 6. about half an hour ago, right? And uh, I hear wild laughter. <gasps> Right? And I'm like, what? It, what is going on right Someone's now? Someone's having a good
0: time at the
1: library. Yeah,
2: which is great. Yes. But, you know, I'm like, let's just make sure everyone's safe here. Yeah. So I go over also, to the library. So what's lottery. the joke
1: and why am I missing yeah. it? Yeah. I see a couple
2: <laughs> people leaving the branch. Okay. But at the time, I'm like, whatever. I didn't really think about it. Um, and then I thought immediately I should go check the bathroom.
0: Mm-hmm. That's a good thought.
2: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And one that maybe not everybody would jump to, the bathroom.
2: But I think right.
1: experience
2: speaks volumes, doesn't it? It does. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I go into the bathroom. Yeah. It looks normal. Yeah. It's quiet.
1: And so, again, to, to recap, this is a brand new branch, which has a brand new. shockingly nice bathroom. Yeah. As far as public bathrooms go.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. Too quiet.
1: Yep. Dun, dun, dun.
0: Something's
2: up.
1: No tinkling right? to be heard.
2: So <laughs> I started opening the stall doors and everything looks normal. Oh. And then I looked up and I saw it. What? It was a hot dog sized cylindrical brown shape attached (gasps) to the ceiling.
1: No. And it wasn't
2: a hot dog. (laughs) I don't think it was a hot dog. And then the questions started coming in, right? Like, as a true crime aficionado.
1: Wait, wait, wait. So you just calmly assessed the situation, acknowledged, excuse me, that there is this... (laughs) A brown, dog-shaped brown unnamed substance on the, the ceiling to the ceiling
2: Well the and first immediately thing I fell thought, into
1: like analysis mode
2: First I thought I should close the bathroom because that could fall at any time and I'm not wearing a hard hat
1: You like <laughs> <I> mean, <safety laughs> the risks you took in right? that moment oh. yeah <laughs> commendable I Yes know, extremely but, you
2: know we are librarians so it's we the fearless the thought, right? yeah <laughs> so <laughs> close up the bathroom but then I started thinking like who who would do such a thing and why <sighs> right?
0: It wasn't even April Fools.
2: It wasn't April Fools. You know? No, it was not April Fools.
1: So wait, wait, wait. So so just t- just practically, you see the thing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't freak out. You lock the stall.
2: Yes. So no one gets the stall. you know yeah.
1: victimized by. But it's still
2: things. visible. So Springdale <gasps> has maybe sixteen foot tall ceilings. <laughs> So it's still there. So
1: it's It's taunting you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So so then I'm starting to think, like, first, who would do this? Right. And why? Right. Also, how? Like, those are three important questions. I mean, with many sub questions. I don't
1: know that I'm I don't know that I'm prepared for the
0: how the analysis of it.
2: Like, how how would you train your body to what do you eat to do that? This was, was this was definitely.
1: This was this was premeditated, for sure. <laughs>
2: well, that's the question. Was this, was this a uh, a ceiling pooping in the first degree? <sighs> was it premeditated or was it? Well, it, a crime it was of not passion? a drive-by
1: ceiling pooping. Like this was. Right. It could have been a crime of passion. It could though. have been a crime you of passion. You don't know passion. the motive. It wasn't ceiling right? slaughter.
2: Was our know. prime suspect the serial <laughs> Right, or was he? Was the uh, was the laugher just the just the bystander? The witness, right? Just wrong place, a, wrong time. Wrong place, wrong time. Mm-hmm. I know? wonder
1: if other establishments in and around the area have been victimized right.
2: by yeah. the serial As pooper. As you say, was this, is it
1: a serial pooper? Is this?
2: Did we witness the birth of, of a serial ceiling pooper? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was his right? calling card. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Oh my God. There's so many questions. And <laughs>
1: please just please comment and I, let us know if you've been victimized by ceiling yeah. Cooper. And if it's
2: not, if he's not visiting other other places and... and
1: then and it begs the question, Ben, what did you do? Why us? What did yeah. you do to offend this right? person?
2: And why why late March? Of all times in year. And why, times I, I, times and why year? a Tuesday 10, morning? Yeah, 10.36 on a questions. Tuesday morning. Could the weather like, have been a factor? Kind of you said it was cloudy, you know? Right.
0: Does that have an effect on mood?
2: Yeah. But you it's been know. a year right we've hit the one year this case has gone cold
0: oh. mm. i think you know, we need to
2: reopen it we may, well, but
1: it, the good news is you haven't he has he or she well no it was a men's bathroom so we are assuming it's a he but we don't know it could have been a she
2: right the profile indicates that it was a he right
1: but we, we were careful to make assumptions right that's what they might want us to think
2: yeah oh. it's true right Mm -hmm. Right. That's what
1: I would do. Welcome to the case. We need brains
2: like you on this case. Listen, I'm
1: here to help. Well, and Sherlock
0: Holmes, right? Like we can't eliminate any possibility. Yeah.
1: If they haven't struck again that we're aware of. Right. What does this mean? Or have they struck again? And has the victim been so um, humiliated by finding this that they just don't want to speak up?
2: Oh. Do you know? See, I didn't consider that. Because I
1: feel like if I were to see this, I would not cope with it as well as you have. Yeah. This would help. Well, we very in my analytical, dreams. you know. Yeah. So.
2: Someone's got to ask these questions.
1: Well, okay, so <laughs> so true. beyond the critical like forensic investigation that's been going on, right? How does one actually literally deal with the problem at hand on the ceiling?
2: With a ladder, right? Okay. But luckily, we have uh, we have cleaning staff for that.
0: So. Okay, I was gonna say, I, I was, was gonna, gonna ask if you initiated this. That did not
2: fall under other duties. as <laughs> No pun intended <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah, that was outside of my job description.
1: Okay, fair enough. Yeah. What a blessing.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. I am I'm, I don't know if I'll ever answer these questions, you know? It keeps me up at night.
1: But. These are the kinds of things that will motivate you as a professional, though, to keep going each day. I think so. To find the answer.
2: I think so.
0: So Ben mm-hmm. um, is there a book or you know yeah like a, a piece of literature that you have read and wished that you haven't read it and would kind of advise folks to uh, stay away from?
2: <laughs> um,
1: You're honest.
2: can I can I get really philosophical here? 100%. Sure go for it. Yeah? are you guys ready for this? Mm-hmm. I don't know
1: I'm not. Wait okay. okay okay
2: so think about it this way. there's like this world of content. <laughs> right and it's ever expanding right so every second there's like a new piece of beautiful inspiring poetry written or a new book is published or there's a new genre of music created right right and it's the accessibility of that content is is more than ever yes right like there's more content right now than there was when I first started speaking this sentence
1: exactly it's very overwhelming so we have this
2: like ever increasing globe of of content yeah more than you could ever consume In your life. Ever. So that's on one hand. On the other hand, you have, not to sound morbid about it, but you only have so much time to like Mm -hmm. walk around on the face of this earth and and do things that you like. Mm -hmm. And that number. If you haven't thought about it yet, I hate to break it to you, but that number is not going up. Don't do it. You only have X amount of days. That number is going down. It's not going up, right? So you have this decreasing amount of time to consume and and this increasing amount of content.
1: I feel like you're touching on math again. I'm just (laughs) a little, yeah.
2: But there's no excuse to do things you don't like. It's true. It's true. Don't read things you don't like to read. Yes. Find something you. It's not like there's four books in the universe. Exactly. And you're like, oh, this one again. Well,
1: this is my big, my big thing. Whenever, like, I'm a big fan of quitting a book if I'm not into it Me too
2: that's that this, this is my really reason. long way of saying that Yeah Yeah
1: Awesome. thank you Ben cool. this was Thanks great Thanks for joining us Thanks Yeah Is there anything else you want to add? I don't know Okay
2: See you later podcast world <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for listening to Brampton Library Stories This podcast is probably recorded in the audio recording studio at the Shinkuzi branch of the Brampton Library To learn more about free access to the recording studio, please visit bramptonlibrary.ca.
1: Signing out, Latifa.